0: thinking about starting a podcast, right? Let me tell you that Anchor is the easiest way to do it. To start off with, it's free. And everybody loves free. There are a lot of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app. Or you can go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, B Ball Jones Podcast, back again, one more time with my guy, Nelly Nelson Haskin, man. What's going on? What's going on, bro? How you
1: feeling? I'm
0: good, man. I'm good, man. What about you?
1: I'm straight, bro. Ready, ready to get back to work, man. School start back Monday. We were ready to get back to it.
0: Man, I, I do not miss I am not go. I do kind of miss those days of school but I don't miss
1: those days of school at all. So but, <laughs> We miss college, but we don't miss school.
0: <laughs> that is very true. Very true. I miss, I miss, like, my routine and, like, the way I used to operate in college. I used to wake up in the morning, go work out, spend some time in the library. You know, I ain't studied too much. I ain't going to lie to you. I wasn't the best student. I did enough to get by, get my grades I wanted. But I was mainly working on, like, business stuff and, like, learning basketball drills and how to train. I, I was nervous. Like I was nervous for that. So that's really all I did for real, for real. But uh, that's not the point. I ain't trying to have I wanna know how long my uh what's it called? My duration, like time between uh the act and me saying it. I, feel, I can't figure the word, <laughs> but um uh, I should be good now. I ain't got nothing I ain't doing nothing crazy, but it'll be all right. So anyway, uh I'm good though. But So it's going to be a different episode for us. We're getting back to um, less current event topics and more of, you know, this one will be a little bit more personal for us. Um, But this episode, we are going to be talking about our favorite players, kind of back off of what Nelson was doing last week with his individual, you know, giving game about how Giannis is his favorite player and what he really meant to him. And um, when I was listening back to it, it kind of made me think that, Overall, most of the people that we grow up—I uh, do not say idolizing, but you know, growing up respecting and following and uh, looking up to—it's never really just about their their talent and skill, what they actually do. So, if you're a fan of a certain musical artist or rapper, like we're fans of J Cole, we aren't fans of J Cole just because he's good at rapping. It's because the personal aspect of him and what we know from him as a man. We don't know him personally, but what we know of him as a man outside of music. And the feeling that he gives us is more personal than just his talent, what he does. When we're fans of celebrities and uh, actors and stuff, we get to know them personally, and it's deeper than just being able to act. The same thing for us in sports and basketball, man. It's like you being a fan of Giannis isn't strictly because he's good at basketball or because the game is similar. It's because of, you know, the adversity he had to overcome and how physically he adapted from being a stick figure is rookie year and early years in the league to the Greek free kids. Now, you know what I mean? That's people understand how that all ties way deeper than strictly basketball. So but that made me think about it. And it's kind of leading to what we're going to talk about today. It's like, who are our players, you know, current and past that we grew up with that led us to where we are today, man. So, um, Kind of let you kind of, you know, you ain't got to go too deep into it, but just piggyback off of what you said last time with Giannis, man. So, uh, anything else you want to add to what you said from last week with Giannis, man?
1: Uh, no, I think I pretty much said everything I need to say in the, in the video. Um, it's just a very personal connection, you know. Um, I, like you said, I, like people don't often pick their favorite players just off talent alone, it's another underlying aspect a lot of times of why this person would be my favorite like like I said like Giannis just reminds me so much of myself or reminds me of some of the things that I dealt with playing and in the style that I play just I remember being a scrawny kid and you know people telling me I wasn't big and you know I was too skinny to play college basketball and things like that and I remember uh I remember playing and people was telling me, he can't shoot, you can't dribble, don't have no skill, all you do is dunk, same things that we say about Giannis now. Well, not we, but (laughs) y'all. Same things that y'all say about Giannis. So I remember being talked about similar to how Giannis is talked about. And I wasn't putting up 28 and 15. And, you know, I wasn't doing that. I was out here putting up 12 and 10 and 15 and 11 type stuff. Mm -hmm. But people were still saying that, like, man, all you do is dunk. You don't got no jump shot. You can't dribble, stuff like that. But all at the same time, still producing and putting my team in the best position to win, you know. So I just – I see that in Giannis. I see myself in that, like, man, this scrawny kid came into the league and, blew, and grew up and got bigger, got stronger, worked at it. And uh improved everything, every bit of his game until he became an NBA champion. And you know, we 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 take getting better for granted. Like this don't just happen, you know. And I remember people being like, You only good because you tall, you know, like man, you only good cause you tall, you only good, you only on the team because you six seven. People will really say that to me. Like, yeah. you only on the team because you six six, you only on the team because you six five in the ninth grade. Like, of course you're gonna be on the basketball team. But they don't realize, like, I've always been tall. Like, most of my life, I've been tall. I haven't always been good. <laughs> so, being good and being tall didn't always come hand in hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it's just one of them things, man. I feel a personal connection in that way. Like, it's not many it's not many stars in the league where you could look at them and be like, man, like, he really wasn't supposed to be here, like, Like, you could look at other stars like Russell Westbrook, LeBron, KD. It's like, okay, they just was born with these gifts. Like, Bron born with this size and athleticism, and he already – and he got this IQ. KD born with this height and this length, but he he also got this shooting ability or, like, unknown for somebody his size. Russ got this strength for – this strength and speed for a guard, and – this mo, this high motor, you know what I'm saying? Not saying that they don't work hard, but you know, it's just something. A lot of that stuff they were born with, and Giannis was born with height and length and and some athleticism, but everything else in this game was really like worked for. Like if like just being in his rookie year, like if you look for his rookie year to his second year to his third year to his fourth year, all the way to where he is now in year six, I want to say he's improved every year like literally improved every stat almost every year. And so I just, that just goes to show you, man, like it, it wasn't by accident. And I, I, I try to improve every, year. I try to improve what I'm doing every year. Like this man, he wasn't just born into it. A star, Like he wasn't <laughs> rookie of the year. He wasn't, I mean, he was a high draft pick, but he wasn't like number one, number two, number three. He wasn't expected to become a superstar. It's just things like that, man. I I definitely relate to that. So it's never just a, it's never just a, oh, I like the way he plays type thing. It's always something more than that when it it comes to talking about our favorite players.
0: Yeah. The thing about Giannis too, man, it's like, I remember, um, like during this playoff run, I kept seeing old clips of him and it's like, sometimes I forget who Giannis used to be. And like, he was really like, I remember uh, looking at the draft and everything, and he was talking about how he was really – like, he really wants to be drafted where he was drafted. Like, they kind of took a gamble on him as, like, they feel like he can turn to be something. He really supposed to be, like, a a later first-round pick or a second-round pick, or maybe even undrafted at, at that point, you know. And they was really gambling on him and saying, we see potential. So, he might not be anything that we expect him to be for the first two, three years, maybe, but down the line, he's expected to be something special. And I remember seeing uh, the, the the one of few things he was really known for, in a bad way, was like he he had a real bad hot head. He, he used to get a temper. And I remember uh, I counted him out after I saw this twice. I remember one playoff series. He uh, I forgot who it was. I think they were playing the Bulls, I think. And then uh, the Bucks were getting blown out like they were getting beat bad. And then he got a hot head. Somebody was shooting in the corner. And he ran up to him and just pushed him. I was like, "That's not even basketball, bro! Like, what are you doing?" I was kind of mad about that, and I was like, "Nah, bro! Like, you you lost respect after that because that's that's something like all hoopers know, bro! Like, certain stuff like that, like I understand, I like man. you you're getting a little little heat, little heat, and like you mad about something, you kind of do something little little cheap shots and stuff like certain small stuff you can do. Understand? But if you to be completely like uncalled for, non basketball play like that, I was like, "Nah, bro! You can't do that!" Like, and he did it again. I think either the next year or the next series, I can't remember. It's something very similar to it. And I was like, nah, bro, like, I can't believe you. and nothing. Like, that. if that's how you're going to go out, I can't, nah, I can't rock with you, man. So, then to see from that to where he is now, that's beyond a 180, man. Like, the way he developed and grew, like, you can low-key give him most improved probably twice over his career. Like, he's almost okay. like, uh, he's almost like one of those few people who, like, Got to be this superstar level without the superstar, you know, backing behind them. Because LeBron came in first pick, Kevin Durant was second pick, Westbrook was a lottery pick. Like most of the guys we celebrate now, and no disrespect, like you said, they of course they work hard, but they weren't. They didn't have to fight as hard to get where they are at that league level. Like of course they had to fight at some point at middle school or high school. Like Westbrook had to fight in college. And he was he still underdog when he got to leave at the same time. You looked at it a little different when you were you a lottery pick. Looked at it a little different when you were the first pick of that team draft, you know, right. versus Giannis who came in and he was like, Yeah, you got drafted here, but we ain't really looking at you to be producing like that yet. So he had to scrap and call a little bit different, especially hearing a story about how he was in his hometown. So like Giannis story overall, man, it's it's really it's really impressive, man. So at some point they're gonna make a documentary about him, but they haven't already.
1: So Yeah, I'm sure it's already in the works. Yeah,
0: especially after this year. It's, it's gotta be something going on. So my, that's all respect for him, man. So uh, like people they probably think I'm a hater of Giannis, especially the way our conversations be going, man. But I got a lot of love and respect for him. But it's 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 admirable to see everything he's done in his career, man. So Him being your best player is not a surprise. But Giannis being your best player is a very good bet to have. Even off the court, he's a great dude. So Uh, That's it wrapping up for Giannis, man. So anything else you want to add on that?
1: I'm good, bro. Go ahead ahead with with our topic, man.
0: So, yeah, continuing on with this, we're just going to tap into uh, our favorite players and, like, why we kind of chose these guys as our best players and what they mean to us. Like we kind of talked about, not just on the court, but off the court as well. So, um, you want to start it up, or you want me to go ahead and go since you kind of already Giannis.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, the, the folks know who my favorite current player is, so you you go ahead, man, get yours out there for the ones who don't know. All right, so currently, right now within
0: the NBA, um, people are probably gonna hate me for this, but I kind of have two favorite players. I can't pick, man. Like, if I had to pick, I would pick one, but it always go back and forth. But uh, currently, man, playing right now in the NBA, my favorite players. All right, Damian Lillard, Dame time. And Russell Westbrook. You know, those two are my guys, man. Um, speaking more just basketball-wise right now, I love how how calm Dame is, man. Like, he never gets too high or too low, man. That's how I am, like, on the court and off the court. And I can relate to that a lot. Like, he's just like... He's one pace. He's one speed. Mentally and emotionally, he's always even killed no matter what. And like, even when he hit the game winner, like he still just like still killer mode. Like he's just he just cold with it, man. Like he ain't he ain't like just all rah rah over the place like somebody else is. But he's like, yeah, I did what I had to do, bro, and I did it. Let's move on. Like ain't got nothing else to say. We we did all our trash talking during the series. He had the shot, and us go home. Like it's a wrap. And I love that about him. Uh, And then basketball-wise, he's kind of undersized for his position. And then me being my size as a point guard, you know, I always kind of look at the smaller guards to mimic my game after. uh, I'm not the most skilled player. I've never been super skilled. I've always been very athletic. And Dan's game is very simple to the point. Like He's not about over-dribbling. He's not over-complicated like Kyrie and stuff. No, not to knock them, but that's just not my game. I've never been that type of skilled player. And uh, Dame is very simple to the point. You know, I was very athletic, so I just like, well, I got to sit here and do two, three moves for you for if I hit one move and I just go. I'm already past you. That's the goal is get past you and get to the goal. So I make about one move and go, I've I've done my job. So I don't need to have a counter move or another move after that. So I just respect that a lot from Dame. He makes his move and he's gone. Once he sees that angle, he just shoots it and go. That's kind of how I am. So uh, And, like, his leadership, man, like, that's one thing you can't – like, ever disrespected by him. Like, he might not be the the best player. He might not be the most talented player. He might not be, you know, winning everything, but you can't disrespect – you can't knock how he's been leading and how he – he rides with. Like, his loyalty is, like – I don't know anybody as loyal as him, man. Like, even in the down times of Portland and how we all know what Dane really wants to say sometimes. Like, y'all ain't giving me no help or nothing around here. And it's like, I need better players. He never doubts his guys. Like he never. Waivers or nothing, he's like, It's the guys we got. I'm rocking with the only person that comes close to him right now is Westbrook, even though Westbrook has moved teams, though. But like, his loyalty to his team has been unmatched, man. I always respect that about him, and it's like that that is very commendable to me. And I hope that I can give that to the people I'm around. Just be like, Man, B is a very solid guy, like, he never wavered on me, man. Like, I always feel like he has my back, so this is something I always want to take from Dane. And on the other side is Westbrook, man, he's kind of like the direct opposite of the him, if you think about the personalities with I kind of vibe it's funny with
1: Go it's ahead. funny because you picked two guys that's like seemingly rivals. Like they don't seem to they seem to like butt heads on the court. Yeah
0: I, I think about that too when they played that year when uh Dane hit the shot up with Paul George, I was like, damn my two favorite players going head to head. Like it's weird. But and they both were a zero too, I keep thinking about that, but it's weird. But at the same time like what I seen with uh Westbrook He's very athletic, too. Like I said before, I'm an athletic guy. So it's like seeing how his game is, like how can I score and steal from him to add to my game. So when he was killing with that mid-range pull-up in transition, I even believe I was trying that. Like I was, I was trying to figure out how to master that at all costs. Because you get downhill, oh, it's not how you stop him. You don't. I'm going to pull up in your face. It don't matter. You just come down, boom, pull up. I was trying to master that for the longest, bro. Like even pulling up for three like that, like I love that about him and then um like the energy that he gives that's how i feel on the inside sometimes but i'm like damn it i don't show it like i feel just as raw as which i feel that energy in me and you know, I just like i connected that so well but i never show it like i, I will rarely show emotion like that even in like personal life i rarely just get out and just like explode like that so i feel that in me that's why like i connected that too like if westbrook's probably the enemy if like if i showed emotion Westbrook would be what you will see from me, which is kind of weird. But Westbrook, my dude, man. Same thing I said about Dane. like he he's straight to the point. Like he just makes a move and he goes. Like he's just north and south. I don't have to do all that dancing and everything. I just get my angles and I go. And uh, um, I was saying about Dane, his Westbrook and his loyalty. Like, 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 what I was saying about Dane, Westbrook's loyalty and leadership has never been questioned by any of his teammates. Like he may be talked about as being a bad teammate, but Every single guy that he's had as a teammate and a former teammate come out and says how much they love him and how great of a leader he is and how much they rock with him. It's like nobody ever like, – they did ever see anybody like Westbrook and do what he does. And it's like every single teammate he's had has said that about him. Like the way he pushes them and how he motivates them to go better and do bigger, and especially through his actions. is like the way, the way he brings it every single night. Like I love Giannis. I love LeBron. But nobody – has Westbrook's more like his his motor is top top percent of like anything. The league. <laughs> like even Kobe and Jordan. I don't think Kobe and, I, I didn't see Jordan that much to really can say this. I don't think either of them had a motor like Westbrook had. Like Westbrook does not take off any night at all. You see him game one of his rookie year. That's been him every single year of every single game. Regular season, postseason probably preseason too like that's Westbrook and you're gonna get that every single minute he's playing So I really respect that about him and I hope that I can bring that type of energy to you know my business my training and I don't hoop no more like that but you know everything I do in my life so that's just kind of where I stare from those two man so currently those two are my guys who I rock with man it's just like and off the court those are big givers man like they give so much of like their lives, their money, like they give back to the community and everything that they're from and they do a lot of stuff off the court, especially Westbrook, he does so much stuff off the court that is bigger than like basketball like Dane does his music and everything, he's acting out, like if you've seen Space Jam 2, I still haven't seen it, but you know, watching Space Jam 2, he does his thing off the court and it's like, I, of course I expect I to do much more than just basketball training too, so i connect connected to that too, but Overall, man, those two are my current favorite players that are playing right now, man. So, those are my guys, man. Both Zeros, Dane, Time, and Westbrook. I rock with those two. Those are my guys right now, man. So, that's it.
1: I, I feel that. I, I definitely can see both of them for you. Like, I can see why you why you would appreciate both of those guys. Like, and I, I'm a fan of Dane, too, to be honest. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I never really liked Westbrook like that. Never really been a fan of wrestling. No, I could just, man, me and Royce, me, I, I feel like I, it's funny because, like, our favorite players really can say something. Like, our favorite NBA players really kind of say something about our personalities as people. And I feel like my personality and Royce's personality are, like, total opposites. I feel like we would not mesh. Like, and in the same and in that same token, I like – I just don't like Russ like that. I've never been a fan of Russ. That's not to say not good because obviously he's a great player, but I just never considered Russ – like, I've never been a fan of Russ at all. And But Dame, I love Dame. I, I think Dame, like, the coolest, look, like like you said, most calmest, composed player we, we'll ever see, like, Dame – and I love hearing Dame talk about the game. Like, I don't know how much you've heard Dane talk on, like, other podcasts or, or interviews and stuff like that. But I like to just hear Dame talk about the game. Like, his insight, just getting his insight and his opinions on certain things. Just, um, like, Dane, just the way he talks. Like, he's very about all his cousins living in Portland with him. Like... <laughs> I just say Dane one of the coolest guy. Like, if there was a a coolest player in the league or something like that, like, I feel like it'd be Dane every year. He, he, just, uh, he just cool to me, man. Like, I don't know. One of them guys I feel like I, I wish I could hang out with in the league. I wish I could kick it with
0: him. Yeah, he's so, smooth, man. That's my dude. I
1: swear. I don't think I have no second favorite player currently. Like, I don't know. I like Dane. I used to be a big fan of Kevin Durant, just his height and his shooting ability. I used to admire that. But then, you know, he started playing for these super teams and stuff. So I kind of lost a little of my respect. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, it's Giannis all the way for me.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I don't. I, I don't say I dislike KD, but I'm kind of the same way. Like, he was OKC. Okay. I was a huge fan and huge following KD, like. I'm nothing close to, like his game is nothing close to mine, bro. I'm 5'10. That man's seven foot. Like he got at least he got over a whole foot on me. So it's like our game is nothing to like. But I was respecting him and like his 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 passion for the game. Like he was kinda laid back. He had a little fire in his to him too. And he like when he when he got going, like, he was a whole nother beast, man. Like it was fun watching him hoop, bro. Like he was like he could play basketball when he needed to, but at heart he was just a hooper, man. He was like he had a run of like Maybe four years in a row, but he was just like he was a whole other person. Probably that scoring title run he had. He was just like he was tapping to a whole another person. Like he was touching stuff we never, at least our generation, never seen of like dominance. Like ain't nobody messing with this man. Like it's it's a different feel that he gave was doing that run, man. Like that's why I really fell in love with him in his game. He came out with a documentary and stuff around around that time, and his shoes were popping for real for had yeah, Like he had a run where he was like. Really like the I wanna say the poster shop. He was like in the running of like being like that guy for the league. going for, for LeBron James, he probably would have been. But Kobe too. I Kobe was really But he was like he was that dog for a minute, man. So and he decided to just jump ship and go to Golden State, man. Like I understand, but it's just it's just it's different, man. So after oh, that, a
1: competitor like us is just one of the things. Like I, I can't really respect it.
0: Yeah, I get it. You want to win? Like, I, I get it. I, I understand all of it. But at the end of the day, man, it's just like I'd much rather it, – it feels a lot better to beat your friends. Maybe it's just me, but it feels a lot better to beat my friends than to play with. I ain't going to lie. Like, I'd much rather compete against my friends, scoop against them. Because, I don't know, it's just a bragging rights a little bit too, but it feels a lot better to go against my homeboys and be like, man, I beat you, but, like, I'm top dog over here than to just play. It, me, it is fun to play with your friends. I, I don't want people to think that. But it feels a little bit better. It feels a little bit different. And go against them and be like, yeah, dog, I, I got you. I got the upper hand on that one. So <laughs> It just <laughs> – I don't know, man. Can't get with it, man.
1: Can't get with it. All right, man. So, we, we kind of talked about what, who our f- favorite current players are. So, uh, who, who are some of your favorite players – from, you know, the, from the past or, like, when we were coming up? Because, like, current guys, like, th- this is just what's going on now. But, like, these, these ain't really the guys, you know, we came up on or, like, got us. So who who are some of the guys that kind of got you started in basketball or, like, was, like, one of the first people that got you interested in basketball?
0: So when people ask me this, man, like, some people that know me probably might be a little confused by this answer because I got to – it's a timeline thing. So hmm. the way I feel about Kobe. Being Bryant is how people feel about Michael Jordan. Kobe's my goat. I don't care what anybody got to say. Kobe's my goat. I respect LeBron. I respect Jordan. But Kobe has my heart. Like, I grew up off of Kobe. And everything that this man has lived for and all the way to his, you know, dying day is stuff that I, I have applied in my life and I still apply to my life now. And so, like, Kobe really got me into the game for real, for real. Like, um, I remember growing up, like when I was born, Jordan was the guy. But I was, I'm a baby man. I don't really know too much about Jordan. And like, uh, like, I got joke with uh, all the people that try to talk to me about this. It's like I respect Jordan all day. I've seen the highlights. I've seen all this. Stuff. I know about. I know about Jordan. Yeah. man. thank you. But when I was born, Jordan was a baseball player. <laughs> so. My view of Jordan is going to be completely different from you alls view of Jordan. Y'all saw Prime Jordan. Y'all saw Jordan when he was a rookie going against uh, the Celtics and I think it was 88 or 89, when he went off or uh, had 61 against them. And y'all seen all that. I, I was I was not even born. I was like negative seven years old at that point. So I, I have no recollection of what Jordan was. Now, I can sit up and go to YouTube and do highlights and stuff all day, but it's not the same as watching it. Live and, like, getting that whole experience and feeling. And so, like, Kobe really put me into the game for real, for, real. like, growing up when I was starting again to, get into like, understand what basketball was and starting to find things I liked. Kobe was winning three. He had three feet going on. So, I was like, oh, snap, basketball seems pretty fun. And this guy seems pretty good at it. So, I'm going to start following him. And that, that really got me into the game. And I was a huge uh, Lakers fan at that point. I was really more of a Kobe fan. Like, you kind of talked about in the past episode how uh, our generation isn't as much fans of teams. We're more fans of players at this point. Even I do have a favorite team. But uh, at that point, I was just big on Kobe, you know. And um, he got me into the game, man. Like, his his swagger, like, he, the way he carried himself. And, like, he he was so – Confident and basically arrogant at the same time, but it, he was he was arrogant because he put in so much work that he he knew that regardless of what you threw at me, I was still gonna come out here and compete and ball out regardless. So like that kind of arrogance, I don't mind. Like I'm my butt off, man, and I'm I'm killing everything. You can't tell me nothing at that point. Like what is there not to be arrogant about? I'm I'm working my butt off, and I'm killing. I'm talking trash and I'm backing it up what I say. with more. You want from me. I, I just want three in a row. So, like, what can you say to me? You feel me? So like, I grew up off of COVID, man. Like, that's that's my dog growing up, man. So uh his work ethic, his mindset, his his love for the game, his passion for the game, and the way he he strives to be perfect in everything he touches, man. Not just like, during his playing days, he was really driven off of basketball. And as you saw, as he was retiring, he started expanding his uh, horizons and his focus to more things and he get brought brought that same intensity and focus to everything else he was doing too. Like right? even his shoes and a little bit of Mambo brand, as far as uh, the attention and details that he brought with that and his coaching, when he did with his daughters and the Mamba Cedas and everything with that, man. It's like, I really live to like match that in what I do with my, my uh, business and everything. So Kobe means a lot to me, man. So, um, uh, that's that's really who brought me into the game, man. So he'll, he'll always have a spot in my life and my career and my business and me I do now. So Kobe, man, that's that's my dog, man. Like, he brought me into the game, man, and that's that's who I'm rolling with, man. That's probably my all-time favorite player. So Kobe being Bryant, man, that's my guy. What about you, man?
1: Um, <clears> oh, <throat> I, I feel you on that, man. I know a lot of guys, you know, realize Kobe, and you know. Kobe was our mic, a lot of people would say. this came up and he came up in our time. Like I, the 90s babies, the guys, the guys like us born in the 90s, who missed the Jordan runs. Mm-hmm. Like Kobe came up right on time for that. So that that torch was just passed right, right on time, you know. So um, but people ain't gonna like it, but you know, I, I just have never been a fan of. Kobe and I can tell you why. Number one, no, you know, first and foremost, I have the utmost respect for Kobe. You know, I, hey, Kobe's game, everything. You can't, you can't knock that. You know, you can't just What he, but you know, I, as I grew as a basketball player, I realized, you know, he, he, he said it though. Like he said it multiple times. Like I trust my work ethic more than some of these other guys, or well, I don't respect their work ethic. So why would I get in the ball stuff like that? So, as I got older and grew in my in my basketball knowledge, I, I kind of respected it more. But as I was growing at that time, I, I didn't understand. So, I was just like, nah, this man's selfish. A <laughs> ball hard, don't want to pass, not a team player, stuff like that. But other than that, reason number two I ain't never liked Kobe is because I was a big Boston Celtics fan growing up. And – like, like, just, you know, going down the timeline, like you say, I was born in 99. So I was born, uh, I was born, you know, tail end of the Jordan years. And then, you know, Kobe and Shaq got their 3 p 2000, 2001, 2002. And, you know, I'm one, two, and three. <laughs> yes. So, so I just, I'm not around. You know, I I wasn't, I wasn't watching basketball, obviously. Mm-hmm but then come, come 2007 man named by the name of Kevin Garnett traded to the Minnesota, from the t- Minnesota Timberwolves for half the Boston Celtics <laughs> and i remember being like dang they traded like eight players for one dude like i remember looking at that that trade on espn like celtics received kevin garnett tim wolves received seven names and I was just like, they traded this many people for one person. Is that even allowed? Can you even do that? But they showed up, did it, and created what became the Boston Celtics big three: and Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett. So they was the first like great team that I was paying close attention to, and KG became my favorite player of that time. KG is my KG is my gateway into basketball. He brought me into basketball. I remember watching KG and just like it go back to that energy that energy that he brought to the game anybody that watched KG play in his prime year know the energy is crazy when you talking about Kevin Garnett like he gonna talk his trash to you he don't care who you are he don't care how big you are he ready to fight anything you could tell he come from the trenches like this man made business every time he said foot on that floor and he brought energy for his team every time he played, and I I've always respected and admired that great defense, great mid range shooting, footwork, post work. He could give you what you want for a big at his, at in that time frame in the time that uh that you know he was playing in, he could give you what you want for from a big. He could shoot it, he could post, he could give you the fade. He'll dunk on you. He'll run the floor, and gonna defend. Multiple Defensive Player of the Year awards, and so KG was just man. It's something about that energy. I feel like KG is a big part of why I play the way I play with my energy and my defense. Like coming in, coming into the game, I feel like who you come into the game watching has a lot to do with how you decide to play or how your game develops. Like the first, yeah, the first basketball player you fall in love with will have a lot to do with your development. So y'all listening to this, if y'all got kids or if you plan on having kids and want them to be great basketball players, you better put the right players in front of them. Because if you don't, if you want them to grow up and be a great point guard, I suggest you throw on some Chris Paul highlights while they're growing up. But if you want them to grow up and be dunking on people and be super athletes, I suggest you put on some Vince Carter highlights, some Tracy McGrady highlights, whatever. Whatever you gotta do. But who you watch coming into the game, it just I, I just firmly believe that it'll have a lot to do with your development as a basketball player. Mm. And so KG was bit was a big part of mine. Just and now because I feel like because of him, I bring that energy. I'm now I'm not saying I'm out here talking, talking trash and talking crazy to the other team all the time, but I'm just type person now that now when I play, like people that know me regularly, they know I'm a nice person. I, I talk to I talk to a brick wall. You know, I, I I'm just a friendly person in general when it comes to just my my everyday life. But the people who play against me know, like, at the end of the day, you got to feel me. Like, I'm that type of person when we play. I'm type, and especially if you talk crazy to me, like if you say something to me, oh, all the friendliness out the window, like. <laughs> So that's just just me, man. KG just always been that guy for me. He just didn't, it's crazy. He ain't never met me, but little do he know he didn't put that that little little chip on my shoulder in me. And it's something that I wish I could be more like him, really, because I can't tap into it all the time. I wish it was just something I could just tap into, you know what I'm saying? I wish I could just get mad or get, you know, motivated to just lock somebody up or do, you know, just get in that mode. Not to yeah. say I don't play hard all the time, cause I still play hard and bring energy. But the way I guard, like the I'm telling you about now, like the way I do things like that, if it was just something I could just, and get into, I would, mm. like. But it's not. It's just somebody gotta pr- provoke me into it. Like, but when it happened, it's like, okay, I'm now sitting down. Like, yeah. you gonna have to, you got to show me. That's my catchphrase. You got to show me. I don't care who you is or what you done did. <laughs> You're yeah. going to have to show me. And so, that's just me, man. KG put that in me, man. He done put that 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 small amount of dog in me. Like, okay, this is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to take it down now. It ain't got some troubles. Not like KG trouble, but you know. It's just one of them things. We're going to have to take
0: it down. Yeah. I can see that in your game, too, man. Like, the, the biggest thing I see, not just energy, but, like, uh, your vocal press, especially on defense, bro, like, you are the anchor of the defense. Like, when I used to come to your games, man, it was like, you on the floor versus you off the floor, two different teams. Like, when you on the floor, defense is on lock. Everybody know what it's supposed to be. nobody really missing Simon. If you're missing Simon, it's your fault. It's not because I ain't tell you. I told you where to go. I told you what's happening. I told the screen right. Whatever reason, you decided not to go over and under. You didn't want to talk, so you got hit by the screen. That's your fault. You heard it. You had to. The whole gym heard me. You just didn't move. Like, I'm always in at the top. You know, I mean, I'm ducked off in the back. I'm always in at the top. So if I can hear you from the opposite end of the court at the top section of the bleachers, ain't no way you shouldn't heard me, bro. I'm, I'm 10 feet away from you. So that's one thing I always I always got that you got from KG too, man. You'll be a vocal presence and an anchor on the defense. So I can definitely see that, man. Like, especially, like, the way you play and everything, I can see that in your game, especially when you were uh, at Bevel, like, you you weren't like from you developed from from bevel to now you developed a lot, so I saw a lot more KG in your game than I did Giannis because now you a little bit different. Now, I ain't seen too much of you now, but like I see a lot of KG in you back in the day because you weren't the the best shooter, but mid range you had something to go to. Like defense was you know, you can talk about defense. Defense is that that that's the that's the thing, you know. So that's 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 a lot. But, like, offensively, like, K, KG's probably stepped on as being a solid passer. He could pass the ball. Same thing for you. You're a good passer. So, I can see a lot of KG in your game. Like, from what from what KG was able to do, especially them Celtics years, like, young KG, that's a whole other player. But Celtics KG, from what you grew up watching to what i seen from you do, I can definitely see the, the similarities in your game. So, it's not any surprise for that to be your guy. mean. Because actually, that's crazy because that's the time that I became a Celtics fan. I I really wasn't a fan of a team until those Celtics came along. So the time you came into basketball and developed your favorite player, that's the time I became a team fan. Because before that, I was just a Kobe fan. We'll talk about my next player later. But I see a lot of Cajun in your game, man. So not a surprise at all for you to say that.
1: I appreciate that, man. (laughs) I mean, I, I take that as a compliment that you can see. Him in my game Cause you know I, I just I've idolized that Like I've tried to become What he was For his teams Like Like you said That defensive anchor That talking That uh Putting Putting people where they need to be Making sure you know Where you need to be At all times Like Controlling the defense And like It's just one of them things man Like I, You gotta feel my presence On the court Like And I feel like KG presence Has always been felt Like it's just it's one of them thing, man. My, my my coach, my assistant coach, Cole Bullergate, he 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 wasn't trying to give me a compliment. It, it's funny because he wasn't trying to compliment me. He was really trying to tell me something about myself. But he ended up he I took it as a compliment just because of the way he said it. Uh he was telling me something, about I wasn't scoring in pickup because like I'm not an offensive player, but I need to develop more offensive skills.
0: Mm.
1: So he was telling me I he was telling me I wasn't really scoring enough in pick-up. And he was like, you know, this is pick up. This one you need to work on and stuff like that. I'm like, but coach, like, he, the defense, like, you see me blocking shots and, like, locking my man up. I'm, like, the defense is, like, crazy right now. He said, Nelson, you can roll out the bed and play great defense. Like, that's you. You got defense. Like, can't nobody take that away from you. You can roll out the bed. I can wake you at 2 o'clock in the morning. You roll out the bed and be a great defender. But... Your offense is not there every day. Like, you got to develop your offense. That's what we need more out of you. We know you can guard. You know you can play defense. And, like, him play great defense. I, t- I took that. I rolled with it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Roll out the bed a great defender. That's me. And, like, I take that any day of the week. I'd rather be, to be real with you, I take a big, like, block, a big-time, like, block over making, like, a big-time offensive play. Mine is dunking on somebody. I feel like dunking on somebody is, like, the epitome. But, like, I like if I had to choose between making a game-winning shot or a game-winning block, give me the block. I feel like a block is hard to come by, especially in a game-winning situation. That's yeah. all want-to, hustle, energy-type play. So, yeah. you got another – you got else on your favorite play, players that you came up with, or is Kobe like the one for you?
0: So – that might be a surprise for some people that Kobe was is my all time favorite because by the time Kobe, I won't say Kobe went downhill, but around the same time when he lost that last finals, that year was D Wade got drafted. And D Wade probably known as most people as my favorite player because that was my main guy from uh, middle school and up, you know. So, um, Became a D-Wade fan when he was in college, man. Hearing about him, Marquette. I wasn't a huge college no following, but I was I was listening to it. I was aware of it. And then, every well, reason, really, I kept hearing d way name every time college came on. I was like, who? who is – why is his name spelled weird, man? Like, that's not how he spelled Dwayne, bro. Like, it's not <laughs> – oh, man. But well, he can hoop. All right. So, I kept watching him. And he he went to a pretty – one thing he went to Sweet 16 or Elite A1 or two. I'm like, okay, I kind of like this guy. Let me see what he's talking about. And so I got drafted. You know, follow him a little bit. And I was like, dang, I count. his game match my game a little bit more. I started hearing a scouting on point. Like he's very athletic. You know, super fast. Can't really shoot that well. Okay, sound like me. All right, let's, let's see what you get. We'll see what you do. Boom! Start following his game a lot more. Then if you if you knew how I used to hoop, and I still kind of hoop like that now. Like his game is really how I play. Like every little move he did, like a little uh, snatch back between the legs, I took that from him. All the gathers, when you windmill going over or you tuck it through or you sweep low, I took that from him. I took uh, crazy layups and stuff, I took that from him. Like, my game from middle school and most of high school was pretty much the Wayne Wade game. Like, I, I could shoot better. Some days, like, some days I was a good shooter. I was a really inconsistent shooter, but days I could shoot and I'd be great at it. another other days, it's just like, no, nah, I'm just slash like D-Wade, but, that's my guy, man. Like, like my game – the reason I I'll probably, like, I would like D-Wade more on the court is because my game padded him a lot more. Like, I wasn't going to be Kobe with the footwork and try to get to a spot, pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, shot, jab step, jab step, pump fake, jab step, pump fake, make a move, spin, fade away. Like, that, that was not my game, man. I was slashing. I was getting to the rim. I was getting – crazy layups. I was trying to get fired. All the stuff that D-Wade used to do. So game for game, my game patterned D-Wade a lot more. Especially since I, I went working on my game. I wasn't that skilled like that back in the day. So like, D-Wade was somebody I grew up watching and I felt, I felt a deeper connection to because my game pattern a way a lot more than Kobe did. Like. Not to say that Kobe didn't, didn't affect my game at all, but still like D-Wade matched me a lot more effortlessly than Kobe's did. So I, I would have to work to be like Kobe. The D-Wade game naturally fit me. So that's why I fell in love with him a lot more. So uh, just this kind of clarification for people who probably were surprised to hear that Kobe's my all-time favorite. Like D-Wade game, I don't know what it was, but he just matched me a lot more. I think it's that timing too, because where that's like Kobe started going down, D-Wade came on the scene, and he came up, and Kobe kind of – he didn't go down, but it's just like – you know, he, him and Shaq broke up the year after that. That was 0-4. He it was kind of quiet was, for a little while. Yeah, and D-Way came on the scene. He got drafted. And he was part of that legendary 0-3 class. So, he had it, like, I'd say about three years, but he just kind of, like, wasn't the same. You know, 0-4, he was mediocre. 0-5, he was mediocre. For Kobe, um, Kobe, he was kind of mediocre.
1: He still yeah, scoring,
0: but n- newsworthy-wise, he wasn't doing too much. Then 06, he kind of did something again, kind of woke back up a little bit. 07, I think that was his MVP year. And then 06 was he year D-Wade won the championship. That was his third year. So at that point, you know, I'm rocking. That's my guy. Like, I'm, when I'm with you, I'm with you. So d won in 06. I'm like, dang, it's third year in the league. He got Shaq. Oh, we winning, bro. I'm good. So d was my guy. I'm rocking with him. Like, I still got a D-Wade jersey I had <coughs> from way back in the day. So I still got some old Kobe jersey somebody gave me one day, but D-Wade's my guy, man, so just kind of clearing up for some people who probably didn't understand my, my fandom, so I came in the game, a Kobe fan. He he birthed me into the game, but what really morphed my game and how I played was more of D-Wade, so that's where he kind of became my favorite player from shoot, 03 till basically retirement, for real, for real, like, I was rocking with D-Wade that long, man, so that's my guy, like, D-Wade was somebody I really grew up in, like, idolized and how he, how he played was like, it just matched me easier, man. Like, I didn't have to give too much thought to play like D-Wade. Like, I see something he did, and I took the Euro step. Like, he was one of the people who made it, like, him, Ginobili, and Harden were the biggest three of, like, the Euro step when it first came over for us. And I was like, oh, shit, how you do that jump? Boom, boom. I right, got it, now I'm taking it. So, and then Euro step, <laughs> I took it. Uh, like I said, the windmill, taking the ball over his head, sucking it through, sweep through, uh, everything he did, man, a little snatch back between the legs. I took his moves and made it my game. And it was just easy for me to do. So the knee problems he had, I still got knee problems to this day. I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of that jump. His game just matched me, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like little stuff like that, bro. Like why wow, I felt the deep connection to D-Wade, man. Like came <laughs> in the game, padded up. And I was like, oh, he, get, he got what? Shit, I hit the floor too. Let me get my, my football pads going on too, man. I didn't get as much as him, but I wanted to, so... His game just matched me, bro. Like, you know how it is, man. Like, AI came in wearing a sleeve. Everybody want to wear a sleeve now because it's AI. Uh, Come in with the headband. Now everybody want to wear the headband. Like, little stuff like that we all paid attention to growing up. So, it was like, I just I fell in love with D-Wade and his game, man. And I just made that my own. So, that's kind of where I came into it. So, I was a Kobe Kobe guy in the beginning. And for throughout his whole career, I was a D-Wade guy. And, um... She rock rocking him to the end, and I kind of fell back in love with Kobe again We started, you know, going that tail when he was, like, possessed by a basketball uh, guy for a couple of years when he won that scoring tear. Like, somebody just pissed him off or something, and he just went stupid. I fell back in love with Kobe again with that, but still rocking with you, AD with my number one. Like It's, it's kind of weird because I was going back and forth with that. But then it was kind of weird too because the Heat and Celtics were rivals and the Celtics were my favorite team. So it's, I kind of always kind of like, sure, whoever win at this point, I'm happy with. It's either my favorite player win or my favorite team win. So I'm just like sitting here and enjoy good basketball. So you know that's kind of where I came into. And then um when he retired, it took me a minute to kind of figure out who my favorite player was gonna be. You now I like Kyrie a lot. Um I like Chris Paul, but he was kind of up in age. I can't make somebody like and the third is my favorite player. That's weird to be. So <laughs> I of <kinda> just like <laughs> looking for a minute for the next, you know, a couple of guys to kind of see who I like. And um, Donovan Mitchell was a question for me for a minute because his game is pretty similar to D-Wade's, but it's something about him. I just couldn't connect with it at the same time because I, I wasn't – if I was younger, I probably would connect to uh, Donovan more. But the way I'm at in my, my playing life and career now is like I can't relate to that no more. So D- Dame and Westbrook kind of connect to me the most now. And so – that's kind of where I'm at. So, came in Kobe, and one of, like, the most important years of my development, D-Wade came in. So, that's kind of more of I played most of that time. And now it's more Damon Westbrook. So, that's my fandom, man, for the most part. Of course, he got throwing a little Chris Paul in there because, you know, like I said before, he came in. He was, he was he he was the first person I ever seen, like, almost a short organization by himself in a playoff series. So, a little bit of Chris Paul in there too, man. But, yeah. Uh, those was the main people that really shaped my fandom and like how I see the game and how I play the game. Yeah, throwing a little bit of Steve Nash, a little bit of Jason Kidd, uh, the crafty point guards. Yeah, the, the real smart, crafty point guards. Like <clears throat> both of those were pass-first point guards, very smart players, and just I just I respected that a lot, man. Like I was more athletic than those guys, so my game was a little bit different, which is why D Wade came in and Kobe came in, but like Westbrook and Dame, so. But as far as how they played the game, as far as trying to be a pass person, like, I love good passes. I love, you know, smart pass and all that stuff. So, that's why my connection came to them. But for the most part, it was Kobe, uh, D-Wade, and now Damon Westbrook. That's my connection to the game. So, that's it for me, man. That's all I got. So, any, anybody else for you?
1: No, that's it, man, for me uh, on current play or, like, coming up-wise, I guess. Uh, I, I was like you. I had a I had a long gap. After KG was done playing, or when he was on the decline, I had a big gap on who's going to be my next favorite player. Like I did not know, like I did not have a favorite player from like 2000, like 12 to like 2017 mm. or like 2016, because Giannis didn't really break out on the scene. I want to say Giannis got drafted 2013, but you know he didn't really become a factor until like 2016. Yeah, so. It's one of them things. I was like, man, like I like the Celtics still, but the Celtics ain't really hitting no much. They they weren't hitting no much for a while, especially after they changed all their vets over and Ray went to Miami and Paul and KG went to Brooklyn. It was just like, ah, I ain't trying to watch this. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I ain't trying to watch the 40 and up league. Oh, man. (laughs) But that was tough to watch, boy. But, um, so just wrapping up, man. Before we go, like, uh, who are some of your favorite players from the past? Like before we was born, we might have never got to see them play. Type, type. I'm talking about that deep in the past. So, uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about that. Who would you consider like one of your favorite historic players?
0: Man, this is probably a very weird, especially talking about how I just grew up watching certain players and what I love from a game. But for whatever reason, man, I am a huge Hakeem Olajuwon fan. Like. That's somebody from the nineties. I just really love and appreciate. I don't know why, but I just, I just really love his game, and I feel like he is somebody that, for some whatever reason, man. When it comes to nineties basketball, I think about him. Of course, I think about Jordan and stuff. But like, he's, he's my guy, man. Like, if I could pick somebody to start my team with, he'll probably be my starter center. Like, out of, I love Shaq. I believe because I grew up, you know, like I said, I grew up in that COVID era when he was winning with Shaq. But I feel like. Akeem is the only player in history I feel like could compete with Shaq as far as well. Who gonna stop Shaq? Akeem's probably the only player in history I think could actually put up any type of fight. Like I, I'm talking about out of from the birth of basketball to now, I feel like he's the only player that really. I, I feel like Stephen Alves would give him a good fight, but I feel like Shaq still wins. I feel like Akeem is the only person on both ends of the floor who would just like give him that work. He just be like yo. He, how you want? You want the inside? You want the inside game? You want an outside game? I'm gonna cook you the way. Just pick which one you want to get cooked. Defenses, okay. I'm gonna lock you up inside and outside. Young Shack, old Shack, Celtic Shack. I don't care, bro. I don't care what you throw at me, man. You can be 300 pound Shack or 250 Shack. You can be Orlando Prime, LA Shack. I don't, I don't care, bro. Like I feel like that's the only person in history that could really give Shack a problem. And his game overall, he was so smooth, man. Like. His footwork was ahead of his time, man. For him to be doing the stuff he was doing at seven foot, like, it's ridiculous, bro. So, Hakeem is somebody from the 90s I will always love and appreciate. I never – I don't think I ever sit down and watch a full game of his, but from the highlights and everything I watched from him, it's just like the way – the way players talk about Hakeem and the level of respect they have for him is just like – only a few people have a level of respect. And it's like to see – the numbers and stats he put up to where it's like he's the only person, like he think he's the last person that put up a, a quadruple double. And I was like, really? Dang, like you gotta be cold a quadruple. Like we see triple double, Westbrook and throw up triple doubles left and right. James Harden, LeBron, Greek Freak, like I see we see guys doing it now. But quadruple double, I think he's the last person to do that. And that's been over 20 years. That's crazy. Close to 30 years now. So it's just like, wow, <laughs> like, that type of guy could do that. And he was like, like if you took Jordan out the '90s, people say King is probably the next best player. You feel me? So it's somebody. He won I,
1: all the other two championships.
0: <laughs> yeah, like he was the only person besides Jordan to really win in the '90s. Like the years, the years Jordan wasn't there, the Rockets won. So it just it just means something, you know. So it just that's just somebody I always grew and respected, man. But uh, I feel like Penny is somebody I would I would have grown to like real love, especially Orlando Penny. Um, I feel like Grant Hill was somebody I, w- I would have loved to watch, uh, especially when he was young. That's somebody he would have been the next Jordan coming up. And he was mainly like 2000s, but he's still a little bit, a little bit of uh, 90s, but somebody that I would have loved to see. Tim Hardaway, I feel like I would have loved his game. He was real. That little, He, he won a few people that have a, a move named after him. So, yeah, that's, that says a lot, bro. So, the Tim Hardaway crossover, man, so. I feel like he was that generation's AI for what he was for us. He gave it gave a move to that generation. So uh um, hard to think of right now, man. That's probably my big three or four that back in the day I wish I could have really seen
1: more of and seen them boot. So
0: what about you? I know I know you're a big magic fan. So what about you?
1: You know me, man. I love magic, but magic is my guy. I can watch magic highlights all day. I I think it just got to be it's something about his his him being as tall as he is, making the moves that he was making and all the passes he was making, like it's just crazy to me, man. Like I love watching Magic, but I wish I could have seen the Showtime Lakers so bad. I wish I could have just been around at that time. I might have been a huge Lakers fan if I could have been, because mm-hmm. man, Magic is just the passes is a easy He like a 6'9 point guard. Like, I don't think people realize, like, a 6'9 guy running the flow play point guard. That's, like, almost regular now with guys like LeBron play point guard when he feel like it. Like Ben Simmons, uh, doggone, Luka, like 6'7". You know, like, point guard, there's nothing for point guards to be kind of tall now. Mm-hmm. like that's like a regular thing but i don't think people realize it. magic was playing point guard at 6-9 back in the days where 6-9 meant you was playing power forward yeah like you wasn't playing nothing above powerful you wouldn't even go play small forward at 6-9 so just think about how good his basketball IQ and his passing vision must be for him to be playing point guard at that time at 6-9 yeah. like and I just, man, I implore you, like, to anybody, anybody listening to this, go watch you some Magic Johnson highlights. Go just YouTube Magic Johnson flashiest passes, whatever, whatever you want to put in. Then perfect, on the money, dudes catching, just laying it up and stride. This man catching rebounds, turning around, throwing it with one arm. Folks catching it perfect, laying it up. Running, uh, faking the ball one way, throwing it the other way with one hand. I was like, man. It's just – I don't think people realize, man. It's it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. So, Magic definitely, like, my favorite historic player. Let me put it that way. He my favorite historic player. So, then after Magic, I was a big Penny Hardaway fan. I was a big Shaq and Penny Hardaway fan. Like, but first of his kind, that, like, we got a point guard that'll dunk on you type stuff. So, I love Penny. Like, I just – I loved him watching him play. or watching the highlights of him playing with Shaq in Orlando and uh, who else I'm a big I love Hakeem too but mostly for his his defense like for obvious reasons you know I love his shot blocking and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I've always admired that I've also watched a lot of Hakeem like footwork videos I wish I could have his footwork if I had Hakeem footwork man like I don't need like this other skills that he had, but if I had his footwork, cause like I'm clumsy, like I got way better footwork than I used to. But if I had his footwork, oh my goodness, I would be a killer. But that's just another another person I admire skill set. Yeah. And um last but not least, I gotta I gotta throw in Mike. Uh I one thing that I ain't never been I I think other people make me dislike Michael Jordan. Like, just the way they talk about them, and, like, you can't say nothing about nobody without being compared to Mike. So, I think, like, outside people kind of make me dislike Jordan a little bit. But one thing about Mike, you can't take away from Mike. Mike knew how to put the ball in the hoop, all right? And, like, that's just point blank, period. I love Mike. If I could just get, like, straight uh, a straight highlight tape of Michael Jordan layup packages, like – to this day, I defend this to this day. I think got the best layup package in NBA history. Like it's up there with Mike, Kyrie, Allen Iverson, guys like that. They in the they, they in the running. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me, Mike got the best layup package of all time, bro. Like Mike, just the things he doing. it might float. I don't think people realize how athletic Mike had to be.
0: Oh, Mike
1: yeah. float in the air. Like we we, uh, we have not seen nothing like Mike. And folks, like, I get what people saying, like, you know, Mike had a 40-inch vertical that's, like, regular now and stuff. And that's true. That's true. But you ain't seen nobody in the league jump up with one hand. Put the clip in, Ryan, if you don't mind. <laughs> jump up with one arm, finna dunk, Bring it back down. Reverse it. Throw it up and on the mid there. Perfect yeah. layup. Go straight through the net. I am like, bro, you don't see that. Man, you just don't see dudes do that.
0: And then he did that in the finals. That, that wasn't just some regular game. That was like the game one of the finals, bro. Like, that wasn't just exactly. like some, some regular season, like blowout win. He in the middle of the finals, he was like, You know what? I could dunk this right here. And in the middle of the air, he was like, Let me make it a little bit harder. Let me switch hands in the air. Off and, and on and yeah.
1: finish with the left. I'm like, okay, all right.
0: Mike.
1: He he toying with folks in the air. Yeah, and like Mike layup package so crazy, the bad boy Piston started knocking them down. <laughs> they said, and they said, they said like, like ver- verbatim, these D- these D- boys said, you got, it. we had to hit him before he got in the air. Because once he got in the air, it was over. That's how great Mike like lay up and dunks was. Like his package was unmatched. Dudes was out here looking at Mike like, if this man get in the air, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. And we got 6'11" seven-foot centers out here trying to defend the rim, Then they out here like, hey, it might get in the air, <laughs> it's going to be problems." <laughs> so they knocking him out before he even jumped. Like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Can't let you do it with Mike. <laughs> and so, I, I just, man, I love that about Mike, too. Like, if you could give me magic, magic passing with Mike athleticism, or Mike layup package, and, and Penny Hardaway athleticism, and uh, and uh, like not IQ because I take magic IQ, but like out of them historic players, give get well, me say this, Give me magic fasting with Jordan athleticism and layups and pennies, uh, speed and quickness. Boy, mm. you, you got a tough player, boy. That that's me. I I take that every day of the month, but mm, <laughs> so. Okay. But, yeah, Mike, is his layup package is amazing to me, bro. I love watching it. I love – like, those are the type of highlights that I watch in my spare time. Magic passing, Shaq and Penny, Hakeem footwork, Mike layups and dunks. Like, them amazing to me. Like, yeah. I, I feel like we haven't seen nothing like that since. We got LeBron that kind of mimics Magic a little bit now. But even LeBron passes ain't as flashy as Magic passes used to be. Oh no! Like, the IQ was obviously there, but Magic was doing some stuff like... It's like he was just having fun, which he was. And yep. I admire that. So,
0: Like, the one thing I thing. will say about Magic is, like, the one thing, the reasons why I consider Magic and Jordan so great is because, one, they were incredibly ahead of their time with so many things. And then, like, they're even so far ahead of their time that what they're doing now is normal. But we still don't see now what they used to do back then. Like you said... Magic's passes were stupid. And nobody passes the ball anything close to how Magic passes. Like the closest thing we've seen to his care, I don't want to say carelessness, but like his freedom of just like trying passes out is LaMelo right now. Like nobody comes close to his just like, let me try this pass and see how it goes. Nobody. Joker's getting up there, but he's he's still he's not as flamboyant with it. Lamelo's oh, getting yeah. up there, but he's not as consistent as Magic. Magic was like, Felt, I didn't I didn't ever watch Magic Games, but like night in, night out, I feel like you're gonna get at least two highlight passes from Magic. I was just like, what was wow. that? Like, where did that come from? How did you see that? Like, I feel like he gave you two of those a game. I just feel like he just let me let me throw this a little, it's gonna look ugly, but going to catch this rebound, and throw this overhead, like hook pass in the lamp. It's like a wide receiver running down the running down the field and just drops in their hands. Like that was that was magic passes pretty much 90% of the time. Like he was. Accurate with even the craziest passes, like that full court bounce pass you had, just came down, with it with one hand. I'm just like, bro, how? Like, like I'm like I tell you, I'm a big fan of passes, and some of his stuff. I'm just like, how? Like, I could see myself trying it in the game, and I know I would, I would have messed that up. I'm like, nah, I should threw that a little bit hard. I should have aimed it. Like, I threw it too close. Someone should have backed it up. So I can see the stuff that like I can analyze and break down. He did jump on the it was just like, let me just throw this boom, and hit him right there perfect. So it's just like, the stuff he was doing was was crazy. And the same thing with Jordan, to us, like you said, his athleticism is average, you know, you know nowadays, because you got Spencer Dinwiddie is 6'6 six, six with a 40-inch vert. DeMar rosen is like 6'6 six, six with a – he might have 40, but he, he's close. He probably has like 38 right now because he's a little bit older. But we see 6'6 six, six in 38-inch vertical, uh, verticals and up now. Like it's nothing, you know. Only person who I compare with him to with athleticism would probably be Vince Carter. He still wasn't even. That's two different types of athleticism, honestly. But You're right. It's just Vince was different. Like that's my dog. <clears throat> it's, it's just like nobody's doing what Jordan was doing, man. Zach Levine is like 6'6 six, six with his stupid bird. But he's not floating like Magic was. I mean, not like Jordan was. So they they're goats, man. Like that's. Those are two people I will always have some level of respect for, man. Like, like for them to be 20, 30 years ahead of that time, and Magic almost 40 years now ahead of his time, and we still don't see anything like him for real, for real. Like it's just it's just it's ridiculous, you know. And that that says a lot to me about how great they were and how how smart the coaches and everybody were around them to allow them to do what they wanted to do. Because it's hard for you to, to flourish and be as great as you want to be. Like you said before, Magic should have been a power forward, maybe a small forward, depending on the team. So for him to be allowed to be a point guard, do we, especially doing what he had with the freedom he had, his coaches in high school and Michigan State, and uh, with the Lakers had to be like, I'm going to let you do what you want to do, bro, because you should be in the post right now. I'm going to let you cook as a point guard. Jordan, you shouldn't be flying like that. Your Lego package is really crazy, but I'm just gonna cook and do what you want to do, man. So it's just commendable to see what they did, especially, you know, right now, 30 years ahead of their time still. So, uh, yeah, man. But oh, Larry Bird, too. I'm going to throw that in. There. Larry Bird is a guy I love and respect. To. For whatever reason, I just love his game, man. Like, he he's his level of arrogance, too. Like, <laughs> bro, that man said, I'm going to go out here this game. I'm going to score on my left hand. You first off, you know how arrogant and like how confident, almost cocky you have to be to say, I'm gonna sit there and score with my left hand. In the league. In the <laughs> league. Like, I'm telling you too, like, you I'm gonna go ahead and score with my left hand. You're like, what? Man, I think he went on and scored four of that game. I think that, I think he scored four of that game. With his left hand, bro. Like, that's stupid. Like jumpers and two, like he was layups, jumpers, a couple mid everything was mid range and in. So it's just like, that was stupid, bro. And he was like, hey man, I'm going to shoot this shot right here. Like his level of trash talking, bro, is it's ridiculous. I'm not a trash talker, but I do love some good. If you're going to talk trash, make sure it's good. That's all I care about. If back it up. Yeah. Make sure what you're saying is good stuff to say, and you can back it up. If you're talking trash and it's not even good trash talk, and eh, man. At least entertainment, bro. Like I'm not a trash talker, but at least entertain with the trash talk. So it's like, mad, like magic. But Bird was like, you know, I'm going to pour it through your face. I'm just saying, you know that now. I'm like, what? He, he was chill with it too. He just come down and busting your eye. Like, yeah, i tried to tell you, man, like you should have got a hand up sooner. And, and like he was so smooth with it, man. So Bird was somebody I really love, man. Like his game was like, he was ahead of his time too. And for him to be so unathletic, but he was so smart. Like his eye, like he his IQ is, I think that's unmatched to too. Like I don't I don't think I seen anybody with his level of IQ to see the stuff that he saw and like. Offense and even, he was such a smart player, man. He played so hard to it. It's like you can't touch him, man. So for him to be 6'8", 6'9", like he was, to do some of the stuff he was doing, for the jumper he had, to the lack of athleticism, but still producing how he did, putting triple-doubles at the time, and rebounding and effort and gave. And steals, like he was such a smart player, man. He would get blocks and steals and stuff, but he wasn't athletic. He wasn't moving around like that. He even had the back problems later in his career. For him to do what he was doing, man. That's somebody which I, I could have grown up watching. So that's somebody that's I really respect back in the day. So man, that's a goat for me too, man. I feel like he was ahead of his time and you still don't see nobody like Bird. You don't see nobody calling out trash talking like that. Like can't do that nowadays. Try that now. I think it's only, I'll say it's probably five players in the league that are probably trash talk on that level where i like, I'm gonna come down the court and do this, and they do it. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Like, probably James Harden, maybe Kyrie, Katie, Steph Curry, uh, maybe. Steph, maybe. I feel like he could. he feel like he could. And maybe LeBron. And that's probably it. It's a real short list, man. Like, ain't some people that can say, I'm going to come down the court, bop, 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 three in your eye. Like, man, man whatever. Next play down, bop, bop, bop. Three in your eye, I try to tell you, man. You just didn't get a handle to enough,
1: like. So I respect that, man. So. Well, all right, man. Anything you got? Anything else, man? Before before we uh get on out of here.
0: Now that's it, man. I got fired from my own podcast from, from doing closure. So uh, you got it, bro.
1: <laughs> you did get fired, man. You just got moved. You you got transferred to the intro man. You know, <laughs> you the intros is your responsibility. <laughs> We needed your talents elsewhere,
0: is all. (laughs) That's a nice way of putting you got fired, bro. I I respect that.
1: (laughs) Patience, Major. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) But all right, man. That's it for me, too. So that's all for another installment of the b Ball Jones podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed just getting a little insight on me and my boy, Brian. You know, where we get our, our points of view from and our play styles. And just, you know, why we think the way we do and when it comes to basketball, you know, like I said, the way who your first few favorite players are in the game when you first start, you know, getting, being ingratiated into it. It'll probably have a, it'll have a lot to do with your development. So this episode kind of gave you all some insight onto our development and how we became who we are and what we know in the game. So we appreciate y'all for listening and for sticking it around. And uh, y'all make sure y'all tune in next week. Brian to have his own personal, uh, his personal uh, installment next week. So make sure y'all follow us on social media. Follow my guy Brian at be Ball Jones on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, follow me on Twitter at Nelly H thirty four and Nelson Haskin on Facebook. And y'all make sure y'all like and subscribe and leave a comment on this video or on the podcast. Let us know who your favorite players are or who you love to watch growing up. Stuff like that. We you know, we we interested in what you what got you into basketball also. So, you know, just let us know those type of things when y'all when y'all watch this. Like if you were a Kobe guy coming up, or if you were uh you are a little bit older, you know, you might have been growing up watching Mike, or if you love D-Way like Brian, or if you was a KG and a Celtics fan like me, or if you just a LeBron guy. I know we got plenty of LeBron fans around, so yeah. So y'all just let us know in the comments. But uh, until next time, this has been another episode of the B.Y. Jones Podcast with Nelson Haskin, and uh, we'll catch y'all next time. We out.